Welcome back to class three on why video games are addictive by a computer scientist and programmer. So, um, well, I hope you enjoyed the last class and you uh, had a good look about uh, the amount of time that we spend doing things and very specifically in our case, playing video games, how that affects you. What do you do with that time and what would you do with those the, those hours if you had that time back for something else? Um, well, um, I, I, I hope you got those answers sent over. I look forward to, uh, you know, um, seeing what you came up with. But um, well, today I want to uh, I want to talk about a slightly different topic, and uh, we're going to be talking about well, why do we need to play video games? What are the needs? Why, what are the reasons why? And so, uh, well, first of all, I'm just going to bring up my my little presentation here. There we go, ding. And um, well, um, let's have a go. Let's uh, let's start off. So so um, well, to begin with, you know, we're going to have a look at very specifically how video games are designed to satisfy these basic human needs that we have because we all have these needs that 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 are uh, that are that that are required for us to live and be happy and uh, and in fact they've actually scientifically broken these needs down and into uh, a list and then video game programmers have used this list to figure out what you need and then put that into the video game so you feel you need what's in that game because it's 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 offering you what you think you need right so let's have a look it's, it's the psychology it's the it's the it's the inside the head bit right the the clever tricks and to understand these, these clever tricks i'm going to be teaching you over the next few weeks i need you to understand how it works so um well how do these basic games satisfy our human needs well there's these this is there's this this amazing scientist uh there's this guy called maslow who who created this Maslow hierarchy of needs, and and this 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 represents everything that we need as as a human. Now, the thing is, you've got to have the base level. You've got to have the psychological needs before you can have the safety needs met, and you've got to have the safety needs met before you can have feel love and belonging. You've got to have that met before you have your esteem needs met and self actualization. Well, here's the thing: self self actualization technically is just being the best you can be um but uh, but how does this all relate to video games well problem solving is is at the core of most video games and acquiring new skills and ranking you know your players based on your results and a majority of games nowadays are played in groups right well let's have a look just so you know psychological needs these are all about uh you know needing air heat clothes hygiene light uh food uh shelter sleep right those are those are those the kind of the very basic you know phys physiological needs psychological physiological i should say that right it would help wouldn't it <laughs> ah gosh 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 all right let's try this again so uh so you know safety needs this is well this is once your psychological needs psychological i said it again once your physiological needs, I'm so reading that wrong, completely getting it there. So your psychological needs, once they're met, once you have those those basic, you know, shelter and all those food and light, okay. Well, then the next more most important thing that humans need is safety. The feel, the need to feel safe, that we have, you know, a place to be uh, accepted, the place where we're not going to feel harmed. The, it's it, it gives us 
well, personal safety or emotional safety or financial safety or health. How safe is that? Those are all amongst the, the safety needs that we need as a human being, right? And then love and belonging. Well, after you have all your safety needs met, then the next most important thing will be how you feel loved and your social needs, your social belongings. You know, what groups do you belong to? Uh, your family, your friends, your social circles, your, your at school and your, your, your friendships, um, the trust, the acceptance, that all is the need for belonging and love, right? Then your esteem needs. Well, your esteem needs, this comes down to things like your self-confidence, how awesome you feel you are. And, you know, if you're, uh, if you're feeling really good in yourself, how, how awesome do you feel, right? And, um, well, this self-actualization, self this is about being the best person you can be, about uh, pursuing your goals, about developing talents and abilities, about being best you can be so okay so once we start to understand this 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 maslow needs hierarchy this this pyramid of stuff that we we need to be to feel well to feel satisfied as a human being and we can start to understand how they use these in the games and there are actually some really fascinating patterns that emerge so let's have, you know, let's let's break it down. So the top, you know, bit is now about creating. The next bit would be achieving. The next one, socializing. The next one, progress. The last one, surviving. Notice, you know, surviving is a, a physiological need. Progress is, you know, your safety. Your socializing is, you know, your belonging. Your achievement is your self-esteem and your creation to create, to be a creator. That's your self-actualization, to be the best person you can be. And we all want to feel excitement in life. We all want to be entertained. We, we all have this primal need for accomplishment and for friendships. And gaming addresses all of those uh, needs at the same time. In fact, um, well, I'll show you what I mean in this next little video. But, um, you know, can, can the player influence the world around the game themselves? You know, their actions make a permanent lasting impact. Can they tell new stories in the name game world? Sure, that you can create. You know, the achievement, does the, the player feel rewarded by get, uh, the games, uh, by the game and, and by respected by others? You know, that would be an achievement, right? Can the player share the experience with others, socialize, hanging out? Can the player improve with uh, more gear, you know, skins and, you know, practice or skills? Can you, can you progress? Of course. And survive. Can the player na navigate the game, uh, the world? That 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 universe of you know digital worlds and games and survive. That's the point, right? So, well, there's a very strong, very strong connection, right, between the needs that we need in real life and the needs that they've put in our games. And in fact, okay, let's have a look at this uh, this uh, next video. And this is uh, just a ten minute video, kind of showing how in uh, Fallout, uh, the Shelter Edition, uh, that uh, well. Maslow hierarchy of needs has been adapted into the levels. Um, you'll see what I mean. Booted it up and became the overseer of Vault 18 and realized two things very quickly. One, yeah, this is definitely a mobile game. And two, that this game really emphasizes the basic human needs that we all need to live the fullest life. 
Believe it or not, humans need more than just food, water, and resources to thrive. And unlike most survival games, Fallout Shelter really emphasizes these other complex needs that humans crave. So with that, welcome to Psychology of Gaming, the series where we analyze how game developers incorporate psychological principles into their games and how games can affect us psychologically. In this episode, we take a deep dive in two ways. One, into the deep dwellings of a Vault-Tec vault, and two, into the complex motivations that drives our species. So what do I mean when I say complex motivations that drives our species? Well, when you hear that word motivation, you may immediately think of a rocky training montage or some inspiring quote, but in the field of psychology, motivation is defined as an internal process that makes people move towards a goal. So basically, it's whatever gets you up to go do something. What motivates each of us is something that can only be viewed on an individual level. What motivates me may not work the same in inspiring you. But there are some goals that all of us are motivated towards, on different levels sure, but they all are imperative in creating a happy life. In fact, we can think of these things we're all motivated towards as needs, things that we need in order to live a happy life. So, what are these needs you may ask? Well, meet my good friend Abraham Maslow, a 20th century psychologist who has become famous in his field for his theory on the drives that motivate us as humans. If you've ever taken a basic psychology course, you may recognize his photo, and no, this is not a picture of young Albert Einstein. you also certainly remember seeing this wonderful triangle that Maslow created. This was Maslow's ticket to fame in the field of psychology, and it's the reason his 1943 research paper called A Theory of Human Motivation has become such an accepted theory among psychologists over the last 75 years. You see, Maslow proposed that humans each have their own goals that they chase in life, but that there are certain basic needs that we all share a motivation towards reaching. Maslow identified five basic categories that he believed all humans are motivated towards. Physiological needs, safety needs, love and belonging needs, self-esteem needs, and self-actualization needs. He outlined these five in this diagram here, which is now referred to as Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. The word hierarchy, of course, means that the items are ranked in a specific order. In this case, the categories at the bottom of the pyramid are needed before you can move upward to the next level. Maslow believed that our motivations start at this bottom most basic level and grow more complex as we travel upwards through each subsequent category. So now let's take a look at each of these categories in a bit more detail and how they are demonstrated in Fallout Shelter. So Fallout Shelter is of course a mobile style game that sees you as an overseer for one of the Vault-Tec vaults after nuclear detonation leads to an apocalyptic wasteland. Your job is to create and build the most optimal vault that allows as many survivors of the nuclear apocalypse to, well, survive. In order to do this, you'll need to build a lot of rooms that each serve a unique purpose, and you'll need people to keep those rooms functional. For example, you'll need facilities to make clean water, to make food, to make meds, and to generate power. 
As you build your vault bigger and bigger, you'll also unlock other rooms and offices that each serve their own unique purpose. This being a mobile game, you'll need to collect resources, and they of course run on a timer and whatnot, and I don't really want to get into the mobile game practices, so let's just refocus in on how this game relates to Maslow's Diagram. Each of your vault inhabitants has a happiness meter that indicates their level of satisfaction with their life within your vault, and maximizing the happiness of a person leads to them being more productive for your vault, which obviously leads to you being in better position as an overseer. Just like us in real life, these little Fallout people want to be happy and Maslow's hierarchy outlines how they will get there even considering they've survived and experienced something as horrific as nuclear annihilation. So let's take a look at the hierarchy of needs again and start at the very bottom. Here we find the physiological needs category, which Maslow described as being all the things that human beings literally need to survive, not necessarily to thrive, but to simply stay alive. So this category includes things like food, water, and a healthy working body. And this makes sense, right? Our brains will do everything possible to keep us alive and functioning. And so it makes sense that you wouldn't be motivated to work hard towards, say, a career goal if you're in a state of starvation. If you don't eat for three days, your brain and body will only be motivated to do one thing, and that's eat. It's why the 30-minute lunch break is a staple of the American workplace, because when we are hungry, our focus on being productive at work drops, as our thoughts start to drift towards food. In Fallout Shelter, our primary concern is of course to keep our people alive, and so diners and water processing facilities are the first main rooms that you'll be able to build. It doesn't matter if Joe Schmo is happy with his job if he's starving to death, so you're gonna need that food, you're gonna need that water, and happiness will plummet quickly in this game if you don't take the time to make sure your people have these basic needs. After making sure our Fallout people are getting all their physiological needs, we can move up to the next level of Maslow's hierarchy, safety needs. You may think that safety needs are equally as important as physiological needs, but consider this. If you're starving or dying of dehydration, you would put yourself in a dangerous situation if it meant that you could eat or drink again. For example, you may break into someone's house to pillage food, and that of course wouldn't be the safest thing in the world considering that that person has a right to defend their home and their lives. So therefore, physiological needs take preference over safety needs. Now, the most obvious example of safety needs would be getting out of situations that puts our lives in danger. When a situation becomes dangerous, we normally choose to run so that we can get ourselves as far away from the danger as possible. However, some people will choose to stay and combat the danger if running away isn't the most viable option. In our Fallout shelter, emergencies happen often, whether it's raiders invading our vault, rad roaches breaking in, or fire starting up out of nowhere. When these emergencies happen, we see our Fallout people either run away from the threat, or you can instruct them to engage in combat. Another room that you soon unlock is an armory, where weapons can be built to arm your vault dwellers, and this helps them account for their safety needs as well. It's interesting that the developers don't let you build an armory until you have seen the number of people in your vault grow. In other words, you have to prove that you can meet the physiological needs of your people before you can move on to their safety needs, and it really echoes Maslow's hierarchy. 
I also should note here that Maslow's safety category also applied to other factors such as financial stability, but we don't really need to worry about that too much when there's a nuclear apocalypse going on. With physiological and safety needs met, we can move up the chain to Maslow's third level, love and belonging needs. We as humans have an urge to fit in and to feel like the people around us like us. We often try to hide this need by saying things like, oh, I don't really care what they think, or, oh, they don't even know me, so I'm not that worried. But in reality, we do really like to be appreciated and respected by those around us. It's why we crave strong family bonds, friendships, and romantic relationships. In Fallout Shelter, our characters seek these same types of relationships. When two characters are working together at a job they like, they'll comment about doing activities later, like playing checkers or other board games. That shows off the friendship. The next level on the hierarchy is called self-esteem, and Maslow defined this as the category in which we feel a need to be comfortable with ourselves in terms of our morals, social and economic standpoints, and our lives overall. A lot of these factors are influenced by how those around us perceive us, and that's a big reason why this category and the previous category blend together to some degree. I like to think of the esteem category as the section that outlines the things that we enjoy most in life, and being able to do those things feeling comfortable and safe. For example, hobbies and career goals fit into this category very nicely. We like to find our true purpose in life, and a lot of the time, this is reflected in what we consider our dream job to be, which is certainly influenced by the hobbies and the activities that we enjoy doing. When we find that one thing that we enjoy doing so much, and we are allowed to do it in a way that is safe and productive, it helps build self-esteem, and it makes you more comfortable with who you are. Maslow believed that we all have an innate motivation to like ourselves, but figuring out how to do so is definitely easier said than done. Each character in the Fallout Shelter is given ratings for individual stats such as strength, perception, endurance, charisma, intelligence, agility, and luck. Whichever stat is highest represents that character's greatest strength and their preferred skill to use in work. Characters with a higher intelligence stat prefer to work in science jobs. By assigning these people into jobs and environments that best suit their strengths, you are building their sense of self-esteem and you'll see them comment things like, quote, man, I love my job, end quote, and things akin to that. And also, remember, Maslow believed that these categories were ordered, meaning that your motivation in any given moment can fluctuate based on the circumstances you're in. So yeah, if your basic physiological and safety needs are met, you'll most likely be motivated to look for social belonging. But if you find yourself in a situation that is denying you your physiological needs, you will drop back down into that category of motivation. And this makes sense, as hopefully you're starting to see the blocks are a hierarchy because they build on the previous level, but without those levels below, the whole pyramid collapses. Finally, the tip of our pyramid is the self-actualization category. Maslow defined this in his 1943 paper as the point that all humans are trying to work towards. The point where they have accomplished all their goals and have achieved a genuine sense of happiness with the life they've built. This category is defined as the realization of one's true potential and making yourself the best person you can possibly be. Our Fallout characters reach this level when their happiness meter reaches 100%. 
as they've somehow managed to find peace, comfort, and happiness in a big metal vault built into the side. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's it's a cool little way of seeing how they did it, how they put all our needs, that the, the everything that a human really feels that we need into the game. So, um, well, you know, have a quick look again. We've got our, you know, our, our being needs, our, 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 you know, the, 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 the top, very, very top ones, the self-actualization. Self and we've got our physical needs at the bottom. So, well, for many gamers, video games offer a safe, easy, comfortable, and convenient solution for them to address all these needs, right? And if you think about it, um, the video games can help you solve several of these challenges and address some of the more important ones, such as friendship, uh, achievement, um, respect for others and by others. You know, entertainment, you know, it's really entertaining, right? It's exciting. It lets you, you know, do problem solving and solutions, right? Allows you to be creative. So, well, because um, because these uh, these video games are so easy and accessible nowadays, it's the most comfortable way for addressing a lot of these problems without ever risking going out, looking silly, doing something by mistake, failing at something, or you know, doing something hard. Remember, humans like water. They always take the easiest road, the, the easiest way to flow, the easiest way to get somewhere, right? Like a river. Humans are exactly the same. And, and it's hard to take the hard roads. I mean, it's the hard to do the hard stuff, which is why a lot of people don't. But, um, but then, well, if that's the case, they won't seek new friendships in their life because their friends are always playing games. Or, you know, they don't need a hobby because, well, that's now in the video game. Your game is your hobby, right? Um, or you're not interested in you know talking to your family members or friends anymore because you get that sense of belonging online with the random people you're playing with. Or worse yet, um, you know you don't get bored um, because well, playing games it's 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 all you need. And uh, so, you know, you don't try new hobbies, you don't try new things, you don't progress in the same way. All right, so um, we're coming to the end of today's class. And, and well, uh, your homework for this this week is, is, is to explain to me, well, what does your favorite game satisfy in regards to needs? You know, how does it, you know, is it, does it, um, does it, you know, how do you, do you get to influence the world? Do you, uh, do you, uh, does it does it give you that that sense of feeling rewarded or respected? Does it um, allow you to socialize and hang out and network and talk? And um, does it allow you to improve into a certain skill or make you feel like you're you're good at some specific thing that you're progressing in? And um, you know how does it let you survive? So write down your answers uh, to the above questions and uh, in relation to your favorite video game, let me know what that favorite video game is so I know what you're talking about as well. And um, uh, send them to me as per usual. And I look forward to uh, seeing what you guys will come up with. All right. Have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye.